Hey everyone, I'm Mariah, the founder of Content Queen, a content agency and educational business for entrepreneurs and online business owners. I'm a digital nomad, passionate traveler, party animal, and big dreamer who has a passion to inform and educate. So I started this podcast to help more people on all things content creation, marketing, and business to help you build a more profitable brand using content marketing as a strategy. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang. Okay, key advice right now is never let a whippersnipper or a leaf blower get in the way of creating content. I'm not sure if you can hear in the background. I am not happy, but I really wanted to (laughs) record this, so I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So this week, we're talking all about images, visuals, and how they can help transform your content, your social media, your website. Oh my God, really? (laughs) But I have an amazing guest joining us to talk all things branding shoots, photography, and visuals, and really talking about how it can build up your content and really help bring to life your story and your brand. I loved this conversation so much. There is so much value in it. So I hope you get a lot out of it. So let me share with you the guest and then you can dive in and learn so much. So Jade is Jade from Hipster Mum. Jade is a photographer, videographer and digital marketer and the lady behind Hipster Mum. She has three children, two, six, and 13, and has built a six-figure business as a solopreneur over the last six years. Jade started her career in publishing, Mary Claire, Sydney Morning Herald, Women's Health, then switched to digital as a social media manager for for Shoes of Prey, one of the first users of paid advertising on Facebook globally. As a photographer, she has snapped Kate Hudson, Sarah Jessica Parker, Marie Folio, Elizabeth Gilbert, Al McPherson, and countless small business women. More recently, she has been sharing her social know-how through her Instagram account at Social, and has over 30,000 followers, where she has been known for her practical tips and authentic way that she shares her knowledge. Today, she is here to share and answer all of our questions around personal branding, digital marketing, Instagram, and more. Let's hear from Jade. I'm sure you will love the conversation that we had. Okay. Thank you so much, Jade, for joining the show. Can you please tell everyone a little bit more about yourself and your business? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I am a photographer, a digital marketer, and a mom of three. Um, I'm really good at celebrating your story. So I work with lots of small businesses, particularly women, particularly mothers. um, And they're people who want to generate sales, of course. Um, But what I do is I help them tell their story. I help them express why people should work with them or buy their products. Um, I do that through visual storytelling. So if you're interested in, you know, exploding your sales, in connecting with your audience, I'm your visual storytelling buddy. And I help you not only conceptualize how to do that, but also execute to bring it to life, make it happen. I love that. That is the most beautiful way to describe a business. That is amazing. So the first thing I wanted to chat to you about, and this is the first-hand experience I've had with you as a photographer, 
Uh, and I really want to talk about the importance of a branding shoot because I know a lot of the times when we start a business and especially when I start working with clients, they say like, oh, I don't really have any photos. What do we do with that? So can you just explain to everyone why they would need a branding shoot for their business? Yeah, certainly. Well, I came to it from exactly the position that you are in, which is working with clients who don't have any photos. And it's basically like trying to drive a car with no petrol. Like you literally can't go anywhere. You can try and make it up with stock imagery or with photos you take on your phone, but that just honestly won't get you very far. So um, I serve my clients and I created this product and this business around the same problems that I had myself as a social media manager, as a content creator. And that is to get these great images for clients and it doesn't have to cost $10,000. It can cost, you know, within the, the thousands, it can cost within a small business budget and it can take, you know, a day of your time. It can be really time effective and efficient, but you need those photos if you want to sell because the truth is whatever you're selling, whether it's a product or a service, I can go down the road and I guarantee I can get that product or service from someone else, right? Like Coles is right there. I can buy a t-shirt. I can buy makeup. I can buy essential oils. I can buy a candle. Or there's five photographers in my suburb of Canberra where I live. I can go and work with any of those. So what you have that's different from all those other, from Coles, from all those other suppliers is yourself. The only thing that you have that's different is yourself. So you need to be selling yourself, selling your story, selling your point of difference if you want to get ahead in the modern market today. And that's your superpower. So why wouldn't you take advantage of that? So to do that, you need photos of yourself. And, you know, when you think of photo shoots, people often think, um, you know, big kind of um, supermodel photo shoots. It doesn't have to be something like that. It can be really low key. It can be really humble. It can be at your house. It can be at your local cafe or we can work in a studio like you saw me work, Mariah, where we do have this really kind of professional output. But as you saw, it was just you, me, the subject and like a makeup artist who kind of came in and out during the day. So we can achieve that kind of supermodel look with a really low key team for a really affordable budget and take a short period of time. So it's really up to you. And at the end of the day, it's just going to make your life so much easier. It's going to supercharge your sales. Why wouldn't you do it? The main expense is you, which is free. So I know with that, you know, connect with a photographer who gets your environment, who gets the small business landscape and who is excited about supercharging your sales as you are. So, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. And it's so fun. And I think like working with a photographer like yourself, you know, who has experience and has, you know, photographed lots of people like you make it so comfortable and it's so fun. Like as if anyone say, like people say, oh, I don't like my photo taken. No, you do. Like when you see good photos of yourself, it's like, yes, that is just so powerful. And you yeah. think when you scroll on an Instagram, like the first thing people see is that image, right? Yeah, definitely. I think if you think of your own behaviors as a consumer, you know, when I go to a page, um, and I see, you know, all those kind of typographic templates, all the phrases, you know, the videos and stuff. The first thing I'm actually drawn to is a photo of someone's face. And often if I can't see a face first up, I'll like scroll and scroll through and I'll be like, where is this person? What do they look like? Like, I want to get a sense for who they are and where they're from. So I think it doesn't mean that you have to make every single, you know, post or every Mm -hmm. single communication touch point your face. Um, It can be showing what you do. It can be showing before and afters. It can be showing you in your happy place in in the spot where you shine. And I think it's totally understandable that people don't feel comfortable in front of the camera. Like I don't feel comfortable in front of the camera. And certainly when I went and heard heard Elle McPherson speak um, for Business Chicks, 
she said she doesn't feel uncomfortable in front of the camera. So this is an international supermodel. You know, some people do and good on them. That's their place to shine. But if you don't, I want you to know that you're not doing it alone. When you're working with me, we're both working together to bring to life a story. So often what I tell people and a big part of the photographic process is you don't, it doesn't have to be you, Mariah, in front of the camera if you don't want to. What we can create is the avatar or the persona of Mariah as the business person. And as, as you know, you've actually got two different kind of business streams. And in one stream, you might um, you might talk about slightly different topics. You might um, wear a slightly different thing. You might be open to slightly different language and you might have slightly different photos. That's a construction that you construct as a brand. And on the other side, you might have another kind of channel, which is more corporate and you might wear a slightly different outfit and you might, um, you know, talk a slightly different language. That again is a construction. So all I'm saying is that as a small business, you can choose what you want to present to the camera and we'll work on that together. So it doesn't have to be as intimate or as soul bearing as you might be, you know, you might have that fear. We can actually create something that's, you know, your happy place. Maybe you're, um, you know, maybe you make clay kind of pottery. Maybe we can get you inside your pottery studio wearing your apron, you know, working on your equipment and you won't even notice that I'm there mm. because you're so in your happy zone. It doesn't have to be this kind of like bright lights, studio artificial thing. It can be capturing you in your happy place, which is where you're going to shine anyway. So, yeah, yeah, I love that. And it's so true. Like you think when you're in the zone of something, you know, you don't even look outside of anywhere else in it. And that's a perfect, um, you know, thing to capture so people can see you in your your element. So I think definitely um, I think that the whole concept of imagery and having such powerful photos of yourself, it just helps so much, not just on your socials, but just like on your website you know, and, and these sorts of assets you can use in, you know, so much. I've worked with clients that have had you as a photographer and, you know, having all those images and they're just such beautiful photos. You just want to use them as often as you can and just like spread them everywhere. But I think, you know, I guess moving forward when people are like, okay, I want to have a branding shoot. What what do they need to know when they're sort of booking that in? I know when we're trying to find service providers, it can be a little bit daunting and we're not really sure who to go with, but what do people need to know when they are booking in a branding shoot? Definitely. Well, the way I, the way I work is I serve clients the way I would want to be served as a small business person. And that's someone who's really scared of the camera, who, you know, is not naturally photogenic um, and someone who doesn't have a lot of time. So basically I try and help remove all those concerns by having a really good planning document so no matter where you are in your stage of business if you're working with a photographer I highly recommend that you develop your own planning document um, showcasing exactly the type of photos that light you up you know we're all visual creatures we can all see um, different things that suddenly elevate us or suddenly make us smile or suddenly um, you know really interest us or grab our attention Make sure you capture those pieces, put them in a central place and have them ready to communicate to your photographer and say, you know, these are the things that light me up. Um, I think that's just really simple straight away. Then you can go further than that and kind of add kind of um, key editorial points about, you know, um, uh, it's obviously that you might want to get kind of smiling photos of you welcoming perhaps your new clients or showing them how you work. 
but potentially you might want to also have kind of images of you being frustrated or mimicking the pain points that your clients have as well. Sometimes I think that we forget about um, if, you, if you're talking to your client, one of the most powerful things you can talk to is their frustrations and their, you know, inability to, I don't know, find a great T-shirt or find makeup artists, find makeup for their skin tones. If you can show that, it's going to be so much more powerful than if you're just constantly blaring a lovely, happy smile at them. So I definitely think um, just thinking about your story, thinking about your touch points, thinking about how best to communicate your point of difference to your client. And that's, you know, that might come together over time. I don't expect, you know, when I work with someone, this is the kind of the first thing that I ask them to us to develop together Mm -hmm. and often that might take weeks to pull together because they might have to search through screenshots on their phone or they might have you know a new client come to them that triggers them off a a train of thought they think oh my gosh I wish I had the perfect asset to showcase this for this Mm -hmm. new client so um, yeah definitely having a document where you keep all your reference imagery I use Pinterest because Pinterest is so easy for that and it's such a good kind of visual spot um, to store all your images Um, and yeah stalking people on Pinterest who you admire and you know keeping up with all their latest imagery if you would really admire Jenna Kutcher then have lots of images of her go through and find the different images she's used to showcase her brand um, and then you'll get a great bank of assets to use too I can just hear my puppy tearing up (laughs) a little bag um yeah I I think definitely planning ahead of time you know and it saves time right so when you come together I love Pinterest and the idea of you know pinning together thoughts I I sometimes get clients and obviously because I don't I don't do the the photo aspect of things but when people say like what kind of photos would I get or what would I do like you sort of forget when you've done photos or had a, a branding shoot before or that other people well lots of entrepreneurs when they first start like I don't even know what I want to capture like where do I even begin with that so Definitely having inspiration boards are perfect for that. I, I love that idea. And I guess like then moving through to photo shoot day, um, what advice would you give everyone on day of photo shoot, you know, to feel a bit more natural? I know you spoke about the photographer helping, but is there things that you've recommended to people that they do when they are super nervous or they don't feel, uh, I guess, super comfortable what, what they can do moving into photo shoot day? Yeah, I think, look, honestly, the best the best um, advice I can give to someone is to really have faith and have a really good plan. Mm-hmm. And, and really, you know, once you capture those images that light you up, that's not the end of that kind of process. Really looking into well, what part of that image do you like and looking at the background, the first thing, you know, is that, that particular person sitting at a wooden table? Are they sitting in an office? Is there glass behind them? Is it a white brick wall? What kind of lighting is coming onto them? Is it a really strong contrast? What kind of pose are they in? Is there a lot of movement in their hair? Is it very still? Are they, you know, do they have a beautiful pastel blue background with colourful gl- like glitter coming down around them? There is so many infinite small details in every single image that we just kind of process at a glance that is so powerful. But if we're going to, you know, if I would say take the guesswork out of the photo shoot, get a great image that you want to recreate with you and then just bring that image to life, right? That's going to remove all your nerves because you're like, I'm in love with this image. I want to look like this then if she's wearing black and white, go get a black and white outfit. If she's got glitter around her, let's get some confetti and have it ready to go. Mm-hmm. If she's got a pastel blue background, let's source that pastel blue background. What, like, what colour stool is she sitting on? How high is the stool? Is you know What heels is she wearing? Let's kind of scrutinise every single part of this 
particular photo and let's bring it to life with you in it. And it will, of course, look different because we're shooting it a different time and place with you as a subject matter. So mm -hmm. I think um, if you are nervous, take heart and um, confidence from your plan, which is really solid, which you really believe in. And then it's more about pouring yourself into that avatar, pouring yourself into mm -hmm. that happy place. And um, a lot of people that I work with are small business services will, you know, show us the service that you provide. Like that's what you do that lights you up. Let's just, you know, mock that up and bring it to life in this one kind of still moment. And then you have that asset, you know, to talk about and share for eternity <laughs> that it. showcases what you do. And I think that, you know, leads into another question you ask is to how often do you get your photo shoots um, repeated? I mean, the answer is you can get, a, you know, a photo shoot as much as you want. You could shoot every day with me if that's what you want. You could shoot once a month with me. It really depends on how fast you turn through those images you and I work in a social space so that's using images a lot more mm -hmm. than just a typical kind of website photo shoot but um, I love to serve people as I would want to be served so through all my photo shoots I deliver you know every single image high res for my clients so that might be 200 photos usually at a minimum up to kind of 700 up to over a thousand photos at once because after you've gone to all that effort you know, bringing all that energy for the camera, scrutinizing all these images, having a great plan, you want to be able to take advantage of all these mm. great assets you've got and then utilize them for as long as you need. So yeah, I hope that that's really useful for small business people. And as you know, like this is really powerful editing apps on our phones, you know, using um, things like Ultralight, um, using Lightroom. Um, I'm not sure which apps you use as the great Google app, Snapseed as well. Like they're yeah. all super powerful. So once you get that high res image, you can edit it to professional level quite quickly and easily or your social media manager can. So yeah. it is about just supporting people um, and helping them get in front of the camera as much or as little as they kind of want to, as, as it, much as it energizes them. Um, yeah, and that's just what I, I love to do. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think too, you know, going back to photo shoot day, if you are like a very plant, you know, you get nervous, like having sort of the focus on something other than being in front of the camera is really powerful. As soon as you start snapping away, it's like, oh, yeah, like this is, you know, there might be, as you said, like a makeup artist there helping out or, you know, there might be a couple, you might invite someone to come watch. But then like after you're in front of the camera, it's just like it's happening. And then you see those photos because I know working with Jade, she has like this really cool system and you can see the photos coming out on the iPad straight away and it's so much fun. And like you see those images and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want more, like I want these, I want that. And then you get really excited. So I think like definitely having that plan, I guess, is that good distraction for you to sort of, once you get there on photo day, the photos start coming, you're like, oh, this is so good. It's so fun. And also, you know, how often with the photos, like it's so true. Like I think when you're, managing your own socials and you start posting all these photos like oh my god I, I want more I need more like you know like it's I want different outfits now or different poses like I think it, it's really once you start getting that bank you can sort of map out you know how often you want to use them for or you know and that's why planning is also good with your social media or with your website because then you know how many images you might need how often you need to update them so I think that's really useful as well yeah, so definitely. yeah I have a question around you know I guess not everyone is ready maybe to invest or they've invested in a branding shoot. Maybe they just want a few fill-in photos in between. Mm. So I, was, I want to pick your brain about home photo shoots. I've done a few of those in lockdown because I had no photos and I needed photos. So I had my mm. little 
my little tripod and my light, obviously nowhere near as good, but it, it was what I had to do at the time. So for those that are looking for quick in the moment images, what do you recommend? I know you've done some really cool stuff um, on your Instagram, on your stories and recommended all sorts of fun stuff. But what do you recommend for someone that's like, okay, I might not be in the position to get a photo shoot right now, or I just need some quick images, you know, for a new promotion or something. What, what would you recommend for people? Yeah, well, first of all, I would like to bust a few myths around photography. You know, when you see photographers with these, you know, big lights and you assume, wow, that's just going to make an amazing image. The lights actually don't help with like one single image. What the lights enable you to do is, you know, shoot at 9 a.m. and shoot at 3 p.m. and get the same quality of result. So um, the it's it's kind of they're kind of two different things aren't they like mm. kind of my um my VA was like oh you're going to get an amazing photo with those lights and I'm like no actually the lights don't make a difference you can get a really beautiful photo with natural light the only thing is you'll only be able to use that particular natural light you know for that two-hour mm, window fine. because it'll change right you'll see it get stronger weaker it'll have a blue color in the morning it'll have a yellow color at night but if you're just looking for you know um, an at-home photo shoot and say you've got, you know, an hour, two hours just to spare. That's all you need. So I would say um, definitely look at the light in your house. So prepare like whereabouts in the house I want to shoot. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you want to be, you know, having soft natural light. So a lot of windows, but not kind of streaming in that you can see the brightness and the shadows on the floor. That's not great. Having um, So here I am where I am. I've got two massive windows facing me. I wouldn't stand right beside the window, but I mm-hmm. certainly wouldn't stand too far away because then you lose the light. I'd stand about, you know, a metre, a metre and a half away from the from the windows themselves. Looking around me, you can see these kind of paler coloured walls. That's exactly what you want. You don't want to be shooting next to like a red cupboard or, mm. you know, a black, dark wood. You want to be looking for white, bright things. So you would know a photo studio, well, it's all white walls and white floors. That makes a huge difference. So look at kind of parts of your house which mimic that area so you might have lighter carpet through part of the house so you might have lighter floorboards in one area that's the kind of spot where you want to be standing I highly recommend getting a photo um, sorry a phone tripod so this Mm -hmm. is the guy that I use he's um, I think $20 from Amazon for the stand and maybe you know $13 for the phone holder itself this is basically um, just like an old school lamp, like a reading lamp you would have had beside your bed when you were a kid, but it's actually quite stable. I've had another, um, a few different versions of these kind of tripods. Um, this is another one that I have here. Um, this guy kind of uh, extends out, but he's actually not as stable as this kind of heavy yeah, base. Yeah. So if you get this kind of heavy base guy, you've got one of those kind of $20 metal stools that you'll see everywhere from Fantastic Furniture to Target. Um, I'd chuck this um, on top of the stool. I'd have it facing, you know, standing at the window and have you kind of facing opposite. And then I'd just try a few different shots against the kind of white wall. So um, it's not really rocket science. Like, And, you know, maybe you'd be wearing something like obviously white is a really good colour to wear because it reflects light back Mm. up into your face. So it's giving you that radiance. Black is also kind of okay because it's neutral it's not kind of adding any color casts you probably don't want to go for neon they they tend to make the camera go a bit wonky like it doesn't quite work or just you know really bright block colors unless that's your vibe um and then yeah go for it I mean the cameras are so good these days phones are so good these Mm. days you can absolutely get a really professional looking output the reason why you want to work with me is that yeah you go to all that trouble you get all your makeup on you get the right outfit you take one two three 
maybe you do a handful of photos in that time and then you know 30 days later you got to do it again and again and again Mm -hmm. and maybe you needed a wide shot for your website but you couldn't oh we've got to have a had a puppy accident down here. Oh, oh. what's your puppy's little, name? Little Rennie. He's really oh, getting Rennie. into my prop bag. I've got oh, all my props Rennie. here, ready for my photo shoot. He's really so tearing cute. them up. Can you he wants stop to come with them? you? All my props, please. <laughs> little boy. So cute. He's a lovely little boy. You got to tear up something else, though, my little guy. I might just. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just a photo buddy, you know, like, um, I mean, it's just, and it just depends on preference. Like some people are just natu- like naturally gorgeous and photogenic and look great at every photo. I'm not one of those people. I kind of just instantly look awkward and uncomfortable in every photo. So having someone tell me, mm. okay, move your hand here or pose here or, you know, trying to set up a, a shot where you're working at your desk by yourself, like how are you going to get the camera at the perfect height or, or whatever it might be. So yeah. Um, it just helps to have someone as your photo buddy to help you bring to life that suite of assets that are all consistent. You have, you know, your three outfits, four outfits done. You have your makeup done for the whole day. Your hair's all done and you smash it out. And then you don't need to think about it for the next six months at least, if not yeah. 12, 18 months. I'm doing a reshoot for a lady who I photographed five years ago who's mm-hmm. who's built her business off those photos from five years ago. And that's my real, like, I love that story because that shows they're such high-performing assets. They bring you so much money and so much business. You don't need to think about them. Go do what you do and then come back and see me when you're ready for the next evolution of you or your your next building block in your business or whatever it might be. So that's the way I like to support people. Yeah, amazing. And it's so true. Like doing your own at home is can be extremely time-consuming and you might not even get the photo. You know, you don't know what all the photos look like when you're taking them either. And I think, you know, it, it's true. It's just one day you get it, you smash it out and then you don't have to worry about it. So definitely such an important asset for everyone's business is to book. And it's such a fun experience. Like it does really make your business feel more legit. You know, like it really brings that like, okay, we're serious. You know, we mean business. We've got definitely professional photos. I mean, you look at someone like Marie Folio, like how did she kind of get to where she is? Because she's constantly building these high quality, beautiful yeah. assets. You know, she, there's no difference between Marie and any other kind of business coach out of there other than her ability to jump up, talk about what she says, step boldly in front of the camera, communicate herself visually. And, you know, on all my mood boards of all the clients that I'm working yeah. with now, there's always shots of Marie. Well, we could do that easily for you as well. That Like there's no, there's no difference. So it, it really does... Um, take your business to the next level, give you that. And, you know, all those business phrases that we all kind of consume all the time, fake it till you make it, like, you know, project what you want to become, all that kind of stuff. Well, this is where it starts. It actually Mm. starts with a photographer who believes in your vision to help you, you know, build that house, build that vision, make it a reality. Yeah, absolutely. Hit the nail on the head with that. It does. And it's just such a, it is really an amazing experience to invest your time and energy into beautiful photos and then as you said you can update them as often or you know as you want so I want to now talk about the next element I guess of visuals and I know your graphics look amazing on your feed I love them so there's sort of two parts this question so what other visuals do you recommend for entrepreneurs to sort of bring their content and social media to life and then what tools do you use to create your amazing graphics 
Yeah, awesome. I'm so glad you brought this up. And I think um, I'm just doing what everyone else should be doing now. And if you're not doing it, you know, you can do it immediately from listening to this. And that is just using Canva. I think, um, you know, prior to, you know, the last six months, you know, different people were on Photoshop or on different apps, PicMonkey, all kinds of different things. But Canva is just out of control, easy to use. It's mobile. It's so powerful. They're releasing new features every week. So Canva to me, you know, as you know, last week they introduced the Instagram scheduling. So you don't have to download and upload anymore. You can, you know, schedule it straight from the Canva interface, which is so powerful. So I highly recommend Canva utilizing their templates. I also buy template kits from Etsy and Creative Market. I'm also in the process of creating my own template kit. So hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, I will have my hipster mom template kit um, just really geared and oriented towards supporting small business people with the type of visuals that I use every day so that they can use them every day. So again, um, I'm always just thinking about serving people the way I want to be served. So I think um, you don't have to create every beautiful graphic from scratch. I'm not a graphic designer. I guess neither are you. (laughs) Um, So what we want to do is grab templates, um, very similar to the photography process, find something, find someone you like, aka hipster mom, and then, you know, have a look if she got some template packets that you could buy and then spend your 20, 25 bucks, get those templates, um, integrate your own brand colors, your own photos, and can start to create those assets much quicker, easier, and more professionally than you were mm. doing before. So. Yeah, absolutely. They are a game changer for sure. And like, as you said, with Canva, I really hate graphic design. I did out, that was one of the things I did outsource, but there are times where I need to like get things in Canva and I, you know, I can't expect my graphic designer to do it in five seconds. Like, oh, hey, can you do this right now? And that's what mm-hmm. makes Canva so amazing. Of course, having Canva Pro has made it a lot easier for me because I was going, wasn't Canva Proing until like, I think it was, it was last year. But it just makes your life so much easier. Oh, yeah, Canva so Pro. Much. Like I'm notoriously, um, I, I'm just very conscious of my investments. You mm. know, I, I'm a mum in business. I'm not, um, I don't have a huge team of staff. I don't have an office. Like I don't have a lot, I don't invest in a lot of things. But Canva Pro, it's $168. It's oh, my so God, good. worth worth 10 times its amount. I highly recommend it. If you don't have it, you're missing out on a lot simply from the background remove feature. So that's a really, that's the showstopper that really got me across the line. If you don't know it, um, with a click in Canva, you can remove the background from any photo. So if I've taken a photo of you that you love in a cafe, you can remove that background completely and have yourself now silhouetted where you can plonk yourself on a plain background on a white brick wall on the Eiffel Tower you can just go nuts with it and just put yourself in the middle of a hamburger wherever you want but um it just makes those assets that we've taken of you work so much harder so much more efficient less cost per asset it's just incredible business sense so yeah Yeah, obviously of course because you can get yeah remove the background as a whole new photo right put yeah exactly yeah yeah it's so true. It's it's definitely Canva Pro. You have to get onto that. So I want to now talk about your content journey as we start to wrap up because I think it's amazing seeing you know your your growth and you creating your own content. So I would love to know more about how you started in your journey of content creation. Yeah, for sure. Well, I started, I think um, we were talking earlier about kind of wake up calls and different parts of your life where um, something comes along unexpected and just (laughs) it pushes you in a different direction that perhaps you didn't want to or you didn't see yourself going. And that certainly was my um, start in, in the kind of small business world. And I think that's honestly, that's a lot of people start. And I'm quite proud of my journey now. I'm quite proud of my wake up call. So that was um 
kind of discovering I was pregnant with my second bub. Um, all my kids are unplanned. So I have three unplanned kids, which is tells you a lot about my, you know, <laughs> I'm so great at photography planning. I'm not so great at, <laughs> at child planning, but it turns out you've just got to kind of roll with it and make the best of it. So I've got three children kind of all six years apart. So it, it's kind of like, it's a real career breaker if that's what you wanted to do. If, you're, if your vision was to have this kind of really kind of smooth sailing career, three kids six years apart is not going to help you get there. So I started my business when my second bub was born and I had one of those, you know, epically painful commutes that you have in the big cities where you've got a bus and then a train and then a walk and then another bus at the end. And then, you know, just trying to get home for daycare pickup was like this like like I was in a Greek myth trying to achieve a 12th task it was so extraordinary in bad Sydney weather um and so I just quit my job I just quit it point blank um and then I was and I was really I got home at home and I was a bit in, in trauma as you would you would know when something kind of you know these shocking things happen um I just was you know listening to the garbage men collect the garbage and I was just mortified I was like I'm unemployed all the, all the bad things have happened <laughs> which is so funny um but it turns out that was the best thing ever I just thought back to you know who did I love working with and what did that person do and the person I loved working with was our kind of visual photographer content creator who was such a cool chick she was so proficient with her camera she was really generous with her knowledge and I just set out and was like okay I'm gonna do what she did so um it was really nice to kind of, um, you know, come from that kind of place of despair and kind of, you know, just, I, I don't know, you know, when you're a mom of a young baby and you feel like you're locked out of the employment market and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, now I'm just going to build my own business and my career. It is empowering to discover all that's possible. And certainly um, when we look at the, you know, the world has now discovered that, you know, working from home is a real thing and building your own business, entrepreneurialism is a real thing. And all these things that I kind of discovered 12 years ago, the whole rest of the world is catching up to in the last kind of 18 months. And it's really cool to be an entrepreneur. And it's really cool to work from home. So um, I think one, one message you could take from that story is that, you know, the, these terrible things that you think happen to you along your journey that feel so bad in the moment, they actually turn out to be perhaps the greatest triumphs and the greatest opportunities that you've ever had access to. And you might not have gone down that path by choice, but certainly it turns around that that was the best path for you. So I'm so glad that I run my own business. I'm so glad to support other women in business who've also kind of found themselves locked out of the employment market for whatever reason, whether that's, you know, for having children or for having health concerns. More and more, I see that the employment, the way employment is set up is not conducive to a real human life. <laughs> Stuff goes down, you know, and we need to be more flexible and we need to have the opportunities for our workloads to increase and to decrease. That is 100% going to happen to every single person in the workforce. And we can't always rely on having perhaps a wife at home or, you know, other other people in our lives to, to manage everything for us. I think um, having a flexible career that can kind of roll with you and a personal brand that can grow with you, um, I think is really powerful and important. And that's certainly something, you know, that I would always um, recommend to everyone in business is you invest in your personal brand. This is the thing that's going to last no matter what, you know, no matter what you're doing your personal brand goes with you through your journey. So yeah, I think it's um, really happy with the way that things have turned out. Oh, so inspiring. I love that. And such beautiful advice, which is one of the questions I had. So that's amazing. And I think like anything is possible as well. You know, you think back to, you know, when you had your first and you think like business owner, like what? And I think the mm. same thing as well, like own a business, like 
nah, that wouldn't have been me. I'm a corporate career person. Like, isn't it crazy how things just happen as they are meant to progress? And I think we just need to roll with it and just go with it because there's always, uh, you know, a lesson out of anything. And Mm. some of those lessons end up being so incredible, like a business or flexible work hours or whatever that that looks like for you. So that's really inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you. So I guess as we, as you've moved through this content journey, um, I've got a few questions on this. So how have you seen it uh, grow over time? Yeah, so um, obviously um, Instagram has just exploded everything right I mean the other social media platforms were always good we were like um I prior to working here um, where I do now my own business I worked at Marie Claire I was their online editor um and I worked at Shoes of Prey I was their social media manager like when that wasn't even a thing and certainly since there we've just seen it explode and explode but the way we were using it was really similar like we were always using it um like I remember staying up all night at Marie Claire covering the um Oscars and we would stay up all night and tweet pictures of the the dresses as they came down the runway um, Oh, sorry, came down the red carpet. But um, so it, it's not um, the community. And that's the same thing that newspapers would have done back in the day or, or whatever. So the same thing is always happening. We're sharing these visuals. It's just the medium that's changed. So um, Instagram is obviously the flavor of the moment. We've got TikTok as well. Um, that's also really powerful. I'm kind of just enjoying um, it. I'm enjoying using them, but I'm very conscious of the overwhelm and I'm very conscious of the comparison itis that comes mm-hmm. along with it so um, I think and I'm very conscious of what do I have to bring on this platform and I think as as a mom of three one thing I have to bring is you know yeah, the the ability to zoom out and kind of see you know this is one season of life there are you know the, there's many seasons before and there's seasons afterwards as well so I think yeah not getting um to I think you would find this in that sometimes if you don't have perspective in life you can get really obsessed on Mm. the micro facts but as you were saying before about don't stress don't stress don't stress it's um it's kind of utilizing all the benefits of these platforms but not being so entangled and enmeshed in them that you get dragged into the stress of them as well so I think that's something that's to use them intentionally to use them consciously when you find yourself mindlessly scrolling that's I think the time to turn it off yes. <laughs> because it can be become a habit and I would just highly recommend that people when they're using them they're using them for a purpose they're out there to do something and then they're switching off and doing something completely different um you know to, to mm-hmm. wind down and I think that um I think it's really difficult isn't it now because Instagram's both our work platform and it's our play platform and I think that's um that's actually a little bit dangerous um and a bit complicated and can add stress into it and yeah so I I definitely use Instagram as a professional place only Mm. um I know um different people you know and it, it obviously different people have different approaches to this um but I I don't share photos of my kids on Instagram anymore I used to previously when it was kind of, you know, and that's another thing with social media, it evolves, right? And your Mm. approach to it can evolve too. So I don't really have like a blanket rule, but I'm certainly really happy to share the way I use it and the way I think about it and encourage people also to um, be intentional, to scrutinize, to have a particular thing that they want to follow because otherwise you will just find yourself mindlessly scrolling and commenting perhaps something that you were really tired and hangry (laughs) and then, getting yourself in a place where you didn't want to be in whatsoever. 
So um, yeah, maybe having a different channel that you use for downtime and then a, a channel that you use for business or having different profiles that you use for downtime yeah. and then, yeah, using something for Love business. That. Yeah, I would recommend that. Yeah, no, that's really powerful. I always find if I've had like a really stressful day at work, I end up staying up late. Like if say, for example, yeah, I've just worked myself too much. It's not necessarily stressful. It's just like work too hard today. All right, I'm going to stay up till midnight on social media. And then I end up really tired the next day. So now like my thing is like no phone after like nine, just no, no, they can be answered. That can be done in the morning. Like I think it's being self-aware, right? Yeah. And it's self-care though as well. Mm. It is self-care not to answer your messages after 9 p.m. Do mm. not, like, don't even look at them. They'll, it'll be from a client who wants something now. It's 9 o'clock at night. You're cranky already and you're overtired yeah. and you need to sleep. So don't look at those messages if they're bold. Just leave them till the morning. I um, I definitely kind of give messages time to breathe because I, I, I'm just not in emotionally ready for all the messages that come to me at all the different times on all the different platforms I look at them when I am emotionally ready when I am in a position to um, respond whether that be you know deliver what they're after or just give them an answer Um, it is self-care to protect Mm. yourself from unread messages so make you know take that to heart and use it to protect yourself because if you don't, if you're not conscious of it, it'll just annoy you and you'll snap back at your client with, you know, it's nine o'clock at night. Why are you bothering me? They, yeah. And also they don't want to hear that as well. Like it is nine o'clock at night, but that's what clients do. Clients are always slightly pushing <laughs> the boundaries. That's why yeah. they're, they're paying you we, a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's up for you to, to establish Decide those boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And to respond, oh, wait, you know, decide up front I want to be professional I want to support my clients and then live to that by having these kind of boundaries in place that you you enforce they don't have to follow the boundaries but mm. you don't have to look at the messages either yeah so. I've, I've been talking about this all week how how aligned or saying like people are always going to push it's up to you to say no you know like in anything right people are mm-hmm. just going to ask they're not they're going to and if you say no they're not going to get mad they're just going to know mm. that's a boundary right so it's up to yeah. you And more and more in our digital age when it's so easy to fire off a DM or it's so easy to fire off. I mean, I feel like email now is like sending a note by Raven. It's like so fanciful. So so I think everything pretty much comes by DM or instant message. And that is just so easy to fire off. Mm. So, yeah, it really is. And it's really easy to um, swipe and then tap unread as well, which I often do. So if I do make the mistake of having checked someone's message, I then go back and just unread it and just put it in a box for the morning to have a look at it. And I think that's a great feature of Instagram. I also think unsend is a great feature as well. Mm. Um, I think unsend should be part of everyone's life at all point of time because I have, you know, clapped back and then I've like, you know, three minutes later, I'm like, oh, unsend. And thank goodness, you know, I think that's a really um, important tool to be able to utilize. And, and yeah, like I said, I'm on Instagram for very commercial purposes. That's my, that's my place to be. That's how Mm -hmm. I use it. I'm not there. really you know for other purposes so I need to be really focused in that mindful of that and be there to serve people um whether it's through a dm that's where that um that's where that energy exchange starts you know that dm might go through all the way through to a photo shoot to you know a lifelong client Mm. so I need to be really conscious of that and responding to people um, in a professional way the whole way through the customer journey and I'm really intentional about that yeah I love that such good advice and I think you know, especially when we are such reactive, 
you know, we're just built to be super reactive now on social media. And I think the term wait to respond is like something I'm trying to live vicariously through because like waiting to respond helps with your own, you know, if you've got a little bit of anxiety about your phone going off or, you know, you set that boundary, then that's your boundary and and people will, you know, that. and sometimes I'll send messages. I don't res- expect people to respond. It's just a habit, right? You just send, oh, I've got an idea. Send that to someone and then you're like, I don't expect you to respond. But if, you know, if you do, that's great. But I think it's just really important to set those boundaries. So thank you so much for all that advice. It was amazing. And you have so many good hacks and tips on your Instagram. So I think everyone needs to go over and check those out because I'm always like watching your reels. I'm like, oh, such a good tip. Save that. I need to remember that one. So, so thank great. You. So I'd, I'd love for you to share how people can find you, connect with you, potentially work with you, all of the good things. Yeah, of course. So um, I have obviously my one-on-one personal branding photo shoots, which is kind of my signature product. And that's really good for someone who does want to launch an e-commerce um, website, whether that's a pers- you know personal branding website um, selling their services or that's a kind of commerce website selling their products. Um, I love to work with people. I can, you know, we can either set up a studio shoot or I can come to your house or, you know, you can send me products. Um, I have, I'm just so excited to support other people to see their businesses thrive. Um, the other thing I do is group personal branding shoots. So as you were saying, some people are not, um, they don't need the full day. They just want like 60 minutes. So this is a 60 minute kind of personal branding session, though you still walk away with, you know, 200 to 300 photos. So it's still really valuable. Um, and that is kind of in Sydney sporadically. It's an, you choose an hour slot in that day and it's a, you know, beautiful house location. So everything there is really photogenic. Um, I also offer, you know, one-on-one social media consultations. So you just tell me all about your business, where you're at, where you want to be. And then we just brainstorm some strategy together. And that's just a one-off thing. I find that I have bought a lot of courses and then like never action them so um again I just want to serve people with everything Mm. they need at the moment that they need it and then not kind of have it dragging on or ongoing or require commitments of time that they simply just don't have um so yeah and the other thing that I'm releasing is my template pack so again I think it's really powerful um if you can um just piggyback off other people rather than trying to come up with all your own stuff from scratch. Like mm. I think out of everything that I do, I'm I'm really like your visual storytelling buddy. I'm really like your, you know, your sales buddy or your business buddy where you not only get to strategize with someone, but we get to actually bring it to life together as well. So I just love working with clients on all parts and you know every step of their small biz journey. And I hope that they they know that I get it. They don't mm. have to explain things to me or you know, talk about the drop-offs and the pickups or, you know, tell me that they've only got this limited amount of time to, I get it. I'm exactly the same as you. So it's really nice to work with um, small businesses in that way because there's a lot, um, it's just a simpatico communication. We don't have to kind of, it's, it's, um, you know, we both know that we don't have a team of 15 people behind us who's going to pick up the slack when when stuff goes on. So I, I love working flexibly like that with my clients and just supporting them over and, over and above with what they have asked for because, yeah, that's my, my pleasure to delight them. Amazing. So beautiful. You're such a beautiful soul. I loved talking with you and I loved what you had to share. And I think, yeah, I've seen you work in action. I've worked with your photos with clients and it, they really are incredible. Uh, incredible shots and what you do and you definitely bring 
the visions to life 100%. So thank you so much for joining and everyone can go follow you. I'll put all your handles in the show notes. Everyone can follow you on Instagram, see all your tips and tricks. And yeah, as you said, just um, allow you to service in any way that you can, which is just so incredible. So thank you so much. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for having me. I just loved our conversation. I loved hearing all about Jade's journey and I loved the practical tips that she shared around experiencing your own branding shoot, hiring a photographer and doing your own at-home branding shoot. I am definitely due for some photos, 100%, um, you know, and it's it's really stressful process when you need to post on Instagram, you need some a a fresh website or you know a bit of a spark up and you have no images to go through you have you have nothing there and it's and it can be super stressful and you can waste a lot of time trying to find images on your phone especially when you need to post and you've got nothing to share to go with it so I definitely recommend Jade as a photographer if you're in the Sydney area I have seen some of her work. I have been on shoot with her and she is just phenomenal. But just have a think about there's other ways that you can find photographers. Airbnb now have an experience where you can hire photographers through the platform, you know, search on Instagram and find someone that you really resonate with. You really like their images. You like the the person behind the camera as well, because that makes such a big difference. And just like make that commitment. It is such a good investment. Of course, like at the moment, I'm juggling two Instagrams with my own personal branding one and then the content queen one. With my own personal branding one, I know I I have had a few branding shoots and I use those images and I know I'm I'm due for more because I just share a lot of content. So I need a lot of images. And as for the content queen page, I decided to go mainly graphics because I just really liked the aesthetic of it. But then I can actually use those um, images that I have to bring to life the graphics. Of course, um, there will be times where I'll use images because we're a team as well of myself and then have like the graphic elements to go with it so that people know that there's a face behind the name. Um, Content Queen, I also show up on stories a lot so people can see my face. And then I've put myself as the founder in the bio so people can click on my personal Instagram and and see the face as well because it is really important to have a face behind the brand even if it's the founder. So if you are, you know, if you are a brand that doesn't have, you know, a personal branding element to it, there's still a founder that needs to have a personal brand, right? So you still need to show that person photos of your team, things like that is also amazing to do. So I I think having images is really important. As a content creator, when my clients have images and have like a folder of images, it just makes my life so much easier. So especially if you're waiting or wanting to outsource in the future, having that bank on Google Drive of uh, images of yourself really does help. So I hope you got a lot out of that conversation with Jade. I loved it. I think she's incredible. She has so much to share and so much knowledge on her Instagram. So make sure you check it out and be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. You can do this by adding it to your Insta stories and tagging us at content queen Mariah, one word, or by simply telling them about it. If you rate and review on Apple iTunes, this helps to get this message out there to more people so we can share our knowledge and wisdom. 
follow me on Instagram, connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I am more than happy to deliver. We have some amazing guests coming up on the podcast, so make sure you stay tuned. Other than that, have the most amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.